0: If you would have told me two weeks ago that I would be out of New York, confined
1: in my home for indefinitely, I would have thought you were crazy. You're listening to the Katie Talks A Lot podcast, a podcast with conversations with dreamers, actors, and entrepreneurs about making the move to New York City, hustling after dreams, acting, TV, traveling, and much, much more. Hosted by me, Katie Yonner podcast producer and the voice behind Voiced by Katie. Let's get into this. Hi, guys, and welcome to another episode of Katie Talks A Lot with me, Katie, who talks a lot. And guess what, guys? I had my coffee this morning and I am feeling hyped. Oh, what a weird time, you guys. I am in my childhood bedroom, hanging out with my parents and the good old burbs, and it just feels like I'm in a weird alternate universe where the day is the same every day. Every day is the same. Every day is the same. Every day is the same. It is. Oh, it is a weird, weird time. I think that the longer this goes on, the more different life will be afterwards. I think we're gonna learn from this the whole thing is just really, really bizarre. And every day I just try to look on the bright side, which is I have my health. I have my family. Everyone feels good. I have my pets. All my friends are good. I mean, I was really nervous the first two weeks I got back that I would make people sick because New Yorkers were at such a high risk of having it we were like what eight to nine times more likely to test positive either way it's now been a month i feel great i didn't get anyone sick of course there's a possibility that i was asymptomatic but i think that's pretty unlikely because everyone i've interacted with hasn't been sick Also, another good news, it seems like this week was kind of the peak for New York and that from here, things are going to slowly get better as long as we all keep social distancing, which is so tough because I'm such a social person. And yeah, I mean, the whole thing has been difficult, but again, got to look on the bright side. And yeah, I'm kind of just getting like a lot of things done that I never feel like doing. But yeah, no, won't lie. Going a bit crazy. I can't wait to get back to New York City. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. And every day I just think about all the adventures I had and how much I miss my roommate Maggie. And I miss my apartment. And I miss the adventures. And I miss the happy hours. And I miss my friends. And every day in New York I would go on a jog. Well, not every day. that's, That's a lie. A lot of days I would go on a jog through the city. Or I would just walk. Or I would check something new out. Like... I love every day being an adventure. and now it's not. So anyways, this episode, I am talking to my good friend Portland. She was my first roommate in New York City, and we fast became friends. And for the next two years, would hang out almost every week and go do something. She's an incredibly talented actress. She's beautiful. We always get into the most deep conversations. And we did this online and unfortunately the audio quality isn't great so bear that in mind but yeah without further ado here is that episode today i am talking to my friend portland this is the first online interview there'll be more of these to come with everything going on she's coming all the way from philly portland how are you doing today how are you holding up I'm doing great. You know, I'm
0: relaxing, feeling refreshed, feeling creative. Mm
1: -hmm. Excited to be here. How are you doing? I'm good. You know, I've gone through the waves of emotion through all this. Last night, I went down a rabbit hole of just like, feeling sorry for myself, and then feeling like no. everyone hated me, and then I was freaked out about Corona, oh. so I watch Broad City till 4 a.m., and then I was, oh my like, gosh, at this point, if I stress about not getting sleep, it's worse, so then I watch it till 6 a.m., and then, yeah, do you have TikTok yet? No. <laughs> Portland, it is the most time-sucking <laughs> The most crazy app I've ever been a part of. I can imagine. It's just everyone making, what, like, seven-second videos? Is that, like, the... It's worse than that. What are the kids doing these days? It's so much worse than that because they're a minute long. And oh. So you can easily spend two hours and then come out of it, like, out of a coma, just, like, where have I been for two hours? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> That's so
1: rough. So, Portland tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Yeah, I have lived in New York for eight years. I am an actor. I went to NYU. Um, yeah. And then I've been traveling for work ever since I graduated college and currently unemployed because of coronavirus, but it's fun employment. So it's been good.
1: <laughs> Yay. Yay. Fun employment. So you're holding up pretty good through this. You're with fans. I am holding, honestly.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've been really like, so I've, three sisters and we haven't really been in the same house for more than like a couple of days in like the past like four or five years so like the fact that like we're all together right now has been crazy it's been super fun and it's like oh wow yeah like i love my sisters this has been such a fun time just like hanging with my family and like kind of growing as a family too, which is really awesome. And like honestly, like getting two weeks out of New York City, like I'm breathing a lot better. Like Mm -hmm. there's less pollution. I can actually like go to a park and chill and like take a walk by myself and like calm down. So that's always been good too.
1: Definitely family time is so good. Portland and I have known each other for two years. We met because my friend Anna from high school let me sublet her room two summers ago. And I initially met Portland and was like, oh my gosh, she's so pretty. I'm so intimidated. And then one night you were watching Harry Potter and I was like, can we watch Harry Potter with you? And you're like, (laughs) yeah. And now we've been friends ever since. (laughs) Friends ever since? Um, No, yeah, like we met through
0: mutual friend. You came to love with me. And I was like, she was like, Anna was like, I don't know if you'll like her, but like, maybe you will. And I was like, okay. And then I met you and like, and we hit it off, fell in love and the rest is history. Like, it's great.
1: Yeah, me and Portland do these things in New York where we just go on kind of like friend dates and we'll just like walk around, go in a coffee shop. One day we got these delicious breads with chocolate in them.
0: Oh my God, yes, those are so good. Oh my gosh, where was that? So like the West Village, is so good. Yeah. I forget where it was from.
1: Somewhere in the West Village. I forget what that bread is called. Is it brioche? It's that like really. Yeah, brioche. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, brioche. Oh.
0: <laughs> I would just kill. So it good. Again, like just <laughs> right. Work. That is what I miss. Is like just being able to like have a day to like do stuff and like explore the city and just like, if I want to go get a coffee, I can go get a coffee. But now it's like, I can't do that. And I have to make coffee at home. I don't even know what that is. These are even dire, to
1: dire times and not to, times. not to bring the mood down more, but my dad sent me a text that New Yorkers are now eight to 10 times more likely to test positive for Corona than normal people. Really? Yeah. Ugh.
0: Yeah. I mean, New York is disgusting, honestly. So I went back up like a couple days ago to move my stuff out of my apartment and I saw this guy picking his nose with his coat. I was like, this is why everyone has coronavirus. Like what is, what is, going on right now what and like everyone was just out like everyone was out walking outside i'm like did not didn't the government just tell you guys to like stay inside so you could not get coronavirus like this is why this is happening because new yorkers don't listen (laughs) like that's it's crazy but that's crazy i didn't know that like eight times eight to ten times more likely yeah test positive
1: it's wow Bunkers and like I think they're still allowed to exercise, but the thing is that the parks are only so big and there's so many people. And the other thing is, every time you leave your building, you're touching the doorknob. Unless the doorknobs are made of like sanitizer, it's just gonna be so hard to not spread it.
0: So hard. And like, Elite, like around here where I live, where my parents live. We have these, like, hand wipes whenever you go into a store or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know if New York has that. Like, I don't know if they're taking the steps to make sure everyone is, like, being sanitized and yeah. clean.
1: And here's my theory. Me and my parents, two nights ago for dinner, I made them salmon. It was my turn to cook. And we ended up getting in this really long, heated discussion because me and my dad are very, very certain that we had Corona in February. Really? Yes. Like I would say I'm like 75, 80% sure. Do you remember in February when I was really sick for two weeks?
0: Yeah. And you don't think it was the flu?
1: I mean, I feel like aren't they saying that Corona for some people is showing flu symptoms, some people pneumonia, for some people it's just a cold. Yeah,
0: that's true. That's crazy.
1: Obviously, I don't know for sure. Because I mean, I will say that I had a really bad cough. Like two of the nights I woke up from coughing fits. And for like oh my gosh. three days, I was really sore. But my mom is like, you didn't have Corona because Corona is a dry cough and you had so much mucus. But I'm like, isn't it possible that some people are going to have slightly different symptoms? I Jeez. I don't know. Like, I think it's very possible that this thing has been circulating since before March. I mean, it had to be here in February. I think it definitely was starting in January, but I don't know.
0: Yeah. I remember, I remember like the first reported case was like end of February. Mm -hmm. in New York. So, I mean, it's possible that you could have had it before then. Maybe.
1: I feel like it's also wishful thinking because if I did already have it, in my mind, that means that I have, like, the antibodies and it's over with. And to tell the truth, I have never felt healthier. Like, I've been running three miles every day, eating vegetables. My skin is, like, glowing. So... (laughs) I'm just perfect. I'm just living my best
0: life right now.
1: It's just like wishful thinking that I already I kind of think I do. But again, yeah, and technically. But like, it's just not going to, I'm just not
0: going to get it. Like, we're fine. Like, my family, we're here. We're fine. We'll be healthy throughout this whole thing. That's just what I keep telling myself. I'm like, it's going to be fine.
1: You're also just one of the happiest up. people I've ever met. Like, I can't remember a single time <laughs> that you've been sick, if I'm totally honest. Oh,
0: wow, thanks. No, I think I remember I got sick right after you got sick. So, like, me and my friend were like, we don't feel good. And then I got sick. Like, I have never been that sick. And, of course, like uh, like, a normal person would be like, I have a fever. I should, like, stay at home and, like, rest. And I was like, no, I'm just going to keep working. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I don't have anything, even though I have body chills and like a high fever. I'm just gonna keep going to work.
1: <laughs> okay. It's fine. Portland can't see me because we don't have video on this. But my jaw's <laughs> on the floor. Like you <laughs> had it, Portland. You definitely had it. I don't. I didn't have Corona though. Like I just yes. had a. I think I had the flu. I feel. I'm like pretty sure I had the flu. If you did already have it, though, that would explain why you now aren't feeling sick. Now, even though you've been exposed to so much. Yeah. I mean, I don't but like I don't know. Like, aren't fever and body chills like two of the main symptoms? But that's also two of the main symptoms for the flu. It's true. Oh man, it's just the craziest times. Like if you were have told me like this came out of nowhere, right? Yeah,
0: out of nowhere. I remember so like okay, I was looking up this article just to see if it was spot. When did you get your flu? Because they said that the first case that they found in New York was March 1st.
1: Well, they didn't test me as the only thing. Mine started. I like went through my Instagram. I went down a rabbit hole of like convincing myself I had it again. Don't over. <laughs> but I first got sick February six. Okay. So maybe too early. It might have been too early.
0: You might have just gotten the flu, but you could have gotten coronavirus, and like no one would have known.
1: Insert the sound effect of like na 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 na. All right. So, funny. <laughs> so, this is the part of the podcast that I would usually hand you a lottery ticket. Lottery ticket, just a part of the routine. Everybody's got a job. Everybody's got a dream. Oh, I want a lottery ticket. And I That's okay. Would ask you, what are you going to do with, you know, X amount of dollars? But since I don't have a lottery ticket and we are not face to face, unfortunately, I could so use a Portland hug right now. <gasps> Katie, I want to give you a hug. I want a hug from you too. I'm hugging the air right now. <laughs> Me too. I was hugging
0: my computer. It's like, Katie.
1: <laughs> Since I can't hug you and hand you a lottery ticket, what are you going to do with that government coin that everyone's getting? 1200
0: Ooh, uh, that government coin.
1: I'm going to put it in my
0: savings account, because I don't have a job right now. Mm -hmm. And I'll probably buy some bougie face masks. Mm -hmm. I will probably buy some food, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we all have food.
1: (laughs) And because you're potentially thinking of once the dust settles, eventually moving to LA. Yes, I am. So yeah, I'll probably save up
0: for that. Yeah, I just really want a new fresh start. This is like the perfect time. Like I feel like coronavirus has definitely ruined New York city for me. Like even after this all blows over, it's just like, that's, that city is kind of gross. Like the fact that this was able to spread that quickly, like, I'm like, I don't know if I really want to, you know, dabble in that for a little bit. So let me just like go to LA Ah, I know. see what's out there see what opportunities are there. I'm excited for the sunshine. Mm-hmm. Kind of excited to like be in a car. Like I love, I actually love driving. Really? I don't love traffic, but I love driving, yeah.
1: Well, I lived in LA for two months and the traffic is unbelievable. Is it really, is it that bad? No. It is even worse than they say. Like wow i because of like i did like this school program and my internship it was only 10 miles away and it would take me about an hour 20 minutes to get to work and it took me about two hours to get home what so you can (gasps) for 10 miles 10 miles wow but i was on that like it is like yeah six lanes all packed and every single day you see a car crash People's cars are just, like, breaking down. Like, it oh, is. Oh, know But LA is such a fun place. Like, there's so much to do. And if you don't yeah. mind being in your car, like, you can sing songs. You can practice lines. You can call people.
0: Man.
1: But that's also Yeah, that's crazy. Just, like, because of where I was working, where I was living. I think once you get yeah. there, you'll have to, like, find a job that, like, works for your area. My friends who are out there right now, it doesn't seem like a lot of them went home during this. It seems like most of them aren't like, as nervous as the New Yorkers. So no, that's like my
0: friends too. Like all my friends are still in LA. Just like, I mean, they're all working from home. But like, there's definitely still <laughs> in LA where I feel like a lot of people in New York just left, you know,
1: as they probably should have. I mean, eight ten times more likely to test positive. Oh, my yeah. goodness. But yeah. We're, we're going to get through this. We're going to get through this.
0: We're going to get through it.
1: And the crazy thing is, like, again, this happened so fast. Like, we were with each other a week and a half ago at my house housewarming party, having, like, the best time, laughing, cheersing. It just hit us, hit us like a car.
0: Yeah, hit us like a of bricks like it happened so fast like if you would have told me two weeks ago that I would be out of New York confined in my home for indefinitely I would have thought you were crazy like no one expected this but it's I love though that like this is actually bringing everyone so close together like the amount of friends I've checked on like, the amount of friends that have like checked up on me like, just like how we're so connected to each other through this and like we're all experiencing the same thing is so crazy. And I'm like, oh, maybe this is all happening
1: for a reason. Yeah, I think it definitely could be. So I would basically consider you a true New Yorker because you spent eight years, that's almost a decade of your life I know. in New York City. And I'm My sure- My
0: dad was like, this is like a third of your life. And I was like, whoa.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you're right that's crazy so I'm sure there's things that you loved about it I mean you stayed for eight whole years what would you say is like the thing about New York that just like kept you there for so long some of your like favorite things about New York City I just
0: love the opportunities from New York I love how small it's been able to feel even though it's like one of the biggest cities in the world and that you're, like, the like the sense of community is so strong in New York, I found. Like, anywhere that I go, like, I always run into someone that I know, especially in the acting world. It's, like, because, like, all the auditions are in, what, like, three or four buildings. Like, you're just constantly running into people constantly, like, just building relationships. I love that. I also love that I can just go anywhere mm-hmm. and, like, do anything that I want when I want. Um, And the food, honestly, the food is amazing in New York.
1: So in eight years in New York City, I'm sure you've seen some crazy disgusting, wild things on the streets and subways. Did any of them stand out to you? <laughs> yeah. The one most
0: recently, the guy literally picking his nose with this coat. Like that, really, I was like, are we, wait, what? <laughs> like, actually in all my eight years of living in New York City, have I never seen that? Uh-huh. I was shocked, I was shocked. There was also one time, this was crazy, I was, back when I was living, living in Harlem, I was coming home. It was late at night. There was this couple, this guy was like drunk, I guess. And the girl was trying to like wake him up. He, I guess he kind of passed out a little bit Uh and they were about to reach their stop. And she's like, Peter, Peter, wake up, wake up. And he still wasn't waking up. And then when they get to the stop and the door opens, she drags him. He like hits his head on the ground and she just, is just like dragging him outside of the subway car. Like we were all like, oh my gosh like wait (laughs) what like everyone was like
1: what (laughs) what (laughs) oh my goodness that was
0: crazy it was crazy
1: i mean that one shocks me because i just can already picture people just like not wanting to get involved and also was he like a small person like that's the thing he
0: he was like bigger than her like he must have been like six feet tall and she like got him she dragged him off like she dragged him off the subway wow yeah, what are your crazy?
1: Oh my like what's
0: the craziest thing you've seen in New York City? You've been here almost two years, right?
1: Yes. I would say one of the craziest things I've experienced was I was like, in month one, I was headed back to Brooklyn to where we um lived the first two months I lived in New York City. And I was with my coworker who I had just met, and she was really sweet and lived in Brooklyn, too. It's like a really hot day. We're having like a deep conversation. And there's this man, shirtless. He has the biggest pot belly I've ever seen. But, like, Aww. he's muttering things and, like, entering our conversation without us giving him any sort of attention. And then she mm-hmm. leaves and he just gets up and he's like, You stupid... B- get the... B- out of... B-. And he's just, like, telling me I'm, like, a... B- oh, my gosh. And he's just so gross looking. And then he just, like gets off the subway and then is just looking at me and is just like fuck you like he was so mad at me for no reason
0: oh my gosh that's crazy and he was
1: shirtless
0: jeez (laughs) that's disturbing I'm so sorry ah uh, it was like what's like New York welcome so yeah no that reminds me of like I when I studied abroad and I came back to New York I was like flying in and then I was taking the subway into the city and like the f- like the first thing that happened to me when I got off at like Penn Station this guy like shouldered me I was like oh wow I literally have not been back in America and back in New York City for like 10 seconds and I get shouldered I was like oh yeah
1: welcome back to New
0: York like
1: <laughs> welcome back. one time before I'd even moved to New York, it was the first time I was ever visiting. I was in Brooklyn for the first time. Some Mm -hmm. guy from across the street yelled at me, just stop it, your face. Oh my God, just can you stop? (laughs) What? (laughs) Sir, look the other way. Thank you very much. My face was just... Pissing him off. I was like, I love this city. You can be so mean, and there's just nothing's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> Literally. Oh, I, oh, New Yorkers.
1: So, we're recording this. What day is today? March 25th. Mm-hmm. I think the next week, the next two weeks might be the worst of it, and then hopefully things will start getting better. Yeah. Um, when do you think things are gonna slowly go back to normal? I think
0: realistically, June, we'll be back by June. What do you think? You think like in a month?
1: Oh, I wish a month. I heard Trump being like Easter's a very special day for me. I think Easter. Wow. That's like the worst Trump impersonation ever. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> think Easter, I don't even know. Easter's huge. Wow.
0: <laughs> I not that. He's the worst.
1: He's the worst. He's trying to say Easter, but I think that is being very, very, very hopeful. Because that's in, what, like a month? Less than a month? Yeah, it's
0: less than a month. It just depends on, like, if New Yorkers will actually just
1: self-quarantine and, like, not be out all day, every day, you know? So hard, because, like, the apartments, I'm sure everyone's feeling so claustrophobic, so they want to go outside. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, really praying for everyone, So my listeners are dreamers, entrepreneurs, they want to move to New York City. Do you have any advice for people who are thinking of moving to New York City, probably in like six months when things are a little bit better? Yeah. I
0: would say try as best as you can to set up employment beforehand. Mm -hmm. I think that's like one of the biggest things. It doesn't have to be like a job that like you're actually pursuing, but just something to like bring in income so you're not like, stressed super stressed out with like moving just because like getting an apartment is really expensive and like just like moving in the city is really expensive um I'd also advise to just like find time every day at the end of the day to just like take care of yourself and like come back to like who you are just because like New York is so high energy like you're always gonna have something that's gonna stress you out so like I think when I started prioritizing that when I started prioritizing just taking a lot of time, like I'm talking like an hour of just like taking care of yourself, whatever that is, like journaling or praying or whatever. Then I started to love New York City because I kept protecting my energy from like the high energy that is New York find times to like take breaks from new york too like once you get here you'll be super excited but also like find those times like take a weekend trip or mm-hmm. you know take like a day and like go upstate for a day just so you're always kind of balancing yourself out again with the crazy energy and like just explore like don't don't stick to just manhattan mm-hmm. i would say <laughs> i would say first move to brooklyn <laughs> yeah but like definitely don't discount other boroughs because they're not manhattan Um, I think there's just, there's so much culture, there's amazing restaurants, like really cool vibes and bars and, you know, places in the other boroughs. So like definitely explore.
1: Eight years, you went to NYU and then you lived in Harlem Mm -hmm. and then you lived in Brooklyn. You've lived in so many neighborhoods. So many. The recent college grad who wants to move to New York City, what neighborhood is your favorite? What neighborhoods would you suggest that they look into? Um,
0: I mean, Williamsburg is cool if you're, like, right out of college. I personally really love Crown Heights. It's the best of both worlds. It's, like, beautiful, quiet. There's, like, a lot of people our age there. There's also a lot of families. So if you like something that's more laid back, I would go for Crown Heights. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want something that's, like, a bit, like, it's quiet and not super stressful but still kind of trying to get good for like Carroll gardens or clinton hill those areas are super nice um downtown brooklyn i also love just like anywhere in brooklyn really mm-hmm. for a recent college grad i would do and then like the east village is great west village is the dream mm-hmm. if that is your budget definitely live, i would live the west village
1: yeah if money were no issue i would be living in west village right now oh, i love that yeah. place I think if money was, like, no object,
0: I would do downtown Brooklyn, just, like, a nice penthouse Mm -hmm. in downtown Brooklyn. Just (laughs) living my best life. Just want a penthouse. Is that too much to ask?
1: I'm putting it out there when I am really, really rich in five years. Got to speed up that timeline. I'm going to live (laughs) in a brownstone in either Upper West Side. I don't know why. I know Upper West Side is, like, kind of for older people, but I'm, like, a huge – I've always really liked Upper West Side or the West Village – I want a brownstone. I want a clawfoot tub and I want like three cats and I want a (laughs) room and I want a rooftop and I want a hot tub, a hot tub on top of it. Wouldn't that be
0: amazing? That would be amazing. Yeah. I know like my, like in five years, you know, when I'm an offer only actress making tons of money, I want brownstone Mm -hmm. in like Brooklyn Heights or Cobble Hill, like Brand new, renovated, gorgeous, and then just like, you know, have like an apartment or like, like a high rise somewhere, like somewhere else in Brooklyn or West Village, East Village area.
1: So excited. I feel like we, well, we obviously met when we were both 23, turning 24. Yeah. I think. And now I'm 25, you're 25, going on 26 this next year. So that's like a decent chunk of time. That's like your prime mid-20s. Yeah. I think mid-30s is going to be like a whole other time for us because we're going to have money. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Vacations. Yeah. Vacations. Like I just want, yes, I want like 30s
0: thriving. Like we're constantly taking vacations with our friends. Like our families are always meeting up. Like our great husbands, mm-hmm. our kids, we're killing it. Eating like avocado It'll be great.
1: every day. <laughs> I want like cable. Oh, man. <laughs> you want cable
0: <laughs> that's hilarious I for me I was always like if I could just get like carpet like if I can have an apartment with like some carpet in it like nice carpet mm-hmm. in New York City I'm like then I've made it then I think I've made it oh, yeah I don't know why that's like that's the thing but I'm like Wall wall carpet.
1: I've I'm successful. Is... I've never heard someone. Usually people are saying hardwood floor from Texas. I know.
0: I'm just so done with hardwood floors. Like, or maybe I just need like really great rugs everywhere. You know. But I just like I like carpet. Like I don't. I love hardwood floors. I love how it looks.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: like, <laughs> not the. Coziest. I don't know. <laughs> not the coziest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it would have to depend. You know, I'd have to like get an interior designer to make it like look chic for the wall to wall carpet. Definitely. (laughs) And it's only in one of my houses, you know, like one of my five houses that I'll have.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Necessary.
0: Necessary.
1: Now that you are no longer living in New York, we've already been talking about taking a girl's trip. So yeah, definitely once things start settling down and As that shmoney starts raining in, I wait to take a trip with you. Right now, the flights are so bonkers. And I do think the dust will settle. I know it will. I hope it will. I pray it will. We're all going to pull through. But we're going to
0: be fine. It's all going to be just fine.
1: So in this, like, totally new stage of life, I mean, you went from... Being an actor server in New York City, super, super busy, involved with a lot, really full social schedule. And now that you and the rest of the world is just put on pause, have you created any sort of like daily schedule for yourself so that you have things to look forward to? I do. I have. I have I stuck to it every
0: day? Not really. But you know, it's the thought that counts. But I have been waking up at like seven every morning wow. just doing like my morning routine. And then, and then I'm just auditioning for what I can like a lot of theaters are asking for self tapes, So I'm just like getting as many sides as possible, just like keep myself working, keep, you know, those audition skills going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then now it's just sort of about about, like trying to find a job that's, that I can do remotely. Mm -hmm. If anybody has any leads, let a girl know. But yeah. And then just like writing when I can, trying to like have weekly meetings with like people who are also creating things just to like, Hold myself accountable mm-hmm. and working out. I try to work out like every other day.
1: Yeah, has the boredom hit for you yet, or you're you're keeping keeping the spirits alive? I'm actually okay.
0: I'm like I'm doing all right. I feel like I have
1: enough to do now. Mm-hmm. Just living our best quarantine lives. Best we living can.
0: our best quarantine lives. Truly, it's. I'm really just curious of how long this is going to last. Like I know. I saw this tweet. And this girl was like, the American people need to know an end date of this virus. We can't have our parents and children and businesses left without, with all this uncertainty. And someone was like, so you want us to call the manager of coronavirus? (laughs) Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't really know what you're asking for right now. This is not like
1: a... Life works, you don't know what like the future is. That's why, like, there's not a lot exactly. of like, really highly renowned future tellers. <laughs> it's like you do know you have no power in this
0: situation, right? Like you do know the earth is more powerful than you right now.
1: <laughs> we need an end date. Like, that's not how this works. I would like to speak to the manager of this pandemic because <laughs> this has really messed with my social life. I mean, like, for me, it's just, like, the waiting game. I miss my friends. I miss my apartment so much, but I'm like... Yeah, I expect- and you just moved. I just spent so much money moving. Yeah. I freaked out over painting my room pink. Like, I miss the days where, like, my biggest problem was figuring out what shade of pink to paint my room. Uh-huh. That's what kept me up at night. And now I'm in the middle of a whole <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> just putting things in perspective, right? It's just, like... Okay, we really have no control over the situation. And like, how can we still stay positive and relaxed and productive while knowing that like, we don't know what's going to happen, which Mm -hmm.
1: is crazy. Ooh, I have another fun question. Okay. So moving to New York, once you figure out the job and the living thing, which I did Kind of like your suggestions. I lined up a catering job and then I lined up where I was going to live for two months. But then, like, the next big hurdle is like making friends. And for me, like, I made friends with you because we were living together and I did some Mm -hmm. acting classes. But do you have any other like advice to people who are like maybe not even moving to New York City, but just like moving to a major city and they're like wanting to make friends? Yeah. So, like,
0: what I didn't do, so like, for me in college, That was kind of helpful in like moving to the new city. But it was also a lot of people that I didn't really like vibe with totally. I think we just had very different personalities. And I wish that I had sought out something like a group or club that like kind of matched who I was I was also just like really busy so I wasn't able to do that but I say like whatever you like whatever you love like if you're spiritual I would like maybe join a church that's where I like found like a really great community and like so many of my friends now have come from like just being at church or just like if you like running you could do like a running club just like a place where there are people who like match who you are and like match how you think that's been really helpful. And it's just like, at least like the the church that I go to, like, there's always like fun events, there's like parties or mixers or, you know, like galas that happen. So it's like, you're always socializing with people, you're always meeting new people. And like, it's, for me, it's like meeting people who kind of want to grow in the same direction as I do. And that's been great. So yeah, I was just just doing something that like, meets on a consistent basis, or like, even better, like an organization that like, creates events for you so like you don't really have to do that all you have to do is show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like just you know if you meet people like I also meet people through auditions. Um I just have friends that I've made just because I've seen them at multiple auditions. So like just if you want to like grab coffee with someone, like offer to grab coffee or just even like saying yes to everything. Like if you get an invited to something that like even if you don't know a ton of people, just like go, see what's up. And like you never know like where those relationships will lead to
1: yeah, going to events alone can be uncomfortable. Like I remember I have an agency in New York, and both times they've had a holiday party, and both times I have forced myself to go mm-hmm. alone because I don't have any close friends with my agency. And you'd be surprised if you just like look kind of lonely in a corner. How many people are also lonely in a corner? And then you just start (laughs) talking and then you create friends. And then the second year that I went, I, like, recognized people from the last party. Like, it sucks going to parties and events alone. But, like, the alternative is, like, being alone at home. So I think living in New York City, I've gotten way better about just being like, all right, it's going to be uncomfortable for, like, maybe 20, 30 minutes. And then we're going to push past it. And even if I don't make a lot of friends at the event, I'll just, like, go home and be, like, proud of myself or at least going. No,
0: it's always great to just, like, go and, like, even even if you – I feel like the best things have happened to me when, like, I really didn't want to go and then, like, someone forced me to go or I was just, like, at the very last minute, like, okay, fine, I'll go. Mm -hmm. Like, that's when I've made, like, friends that have lasted for a really long time. like Or, like, that's when I've met someone, like, at a party that actually, like, had a job for me, Mm -hmm. you know? So, like, you just, like, always have to trust that, like, things come into your life for a reason and, like, you're supposed to be – at, like, an event or a party for a reason, you know? Like, it, nothing's, like, super random.
1: Absolutely. And I feel like growth is just, like, uncomfortable. Like, meeting people mm-hmm. is naturally uncomfortable. And if you shy away from every uncomfortable situation in your life, you're just not going to go anywhere. Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, life begins outside of your comfort
1: zone. Yes, it sounds so cheesy. but It's so true. Like, it's so true. Even for me, like moving to New York City with no friends, like Mm -hmm. it was hella lonely and uncomfortable at first. But like, you just got to like push past that. And now all these changes happen. You're probably moving like you're entering a new phase. Like when I get back to New York, I'm sure things are going to be different. Like change is uncomfortable, but it's not supposed to be comfortable.
0: Yeah. No. Exactly.
1: Uh, I hope that someday you do move back to New York. Maybe you know. You never know. Yeah. I feel
0: like I will at some point.
1: Yeah. Once I <laughs> yeah. Have my big brownstone. I'll let you live in it. Yes,
0: uh, I would love that, and then you can live in my mansion in LA. It'll be great.
1: There we go. There we go. <laughs> well, is there anything else that you would like to touch on in this episode? I mean. This whole podcast is about, you know, making dreams come true and living in New York yes. City and moving to New York City. And I mean, obviously, I wanted to address Corona because we're just so in the midst of it. But is there anything um, to my listeners you'd like to share?
0: I just want to share, like, follow your dreams always. Just don't let anything get in the way of what you have for your life, like what you know is coming to you in your life. Like, don't get discouraged. Don't give up. Persevere. I know it's so much easier said than done, but you've got this and your dreams are going to come true.
1: Well, Portland, thank you so much for joining me on this that episode course. of Kate Talks a Love Podcast.
0: Thank you so much for having me.
1: Always love catching up with you and have a fantastic rest of your day. Thanks, girl. You too. All right, and basic bitch sign out. Bye. Bye.